And now back to Russell Crowe, fire around the world. Come on, Saga, old mate. Why are you looking so down? Saga's in a bit of a sad state. Seems his girlfriend and him had a bit of a row last night. Come on, cheer up, Tagger. How can I make you feel better? I know. How would you like me to sing one of the songs off me new album? What's that, Tagger? You say you really love the songs on my album? All right then, Tagger. You know that you're my baby. You know I need you now. Don't know where I'm going. I gotta get there somehow. Yeah, I gotta get there somehow. Did Mike Judge sing in anything? I can't think of anything. Uh, in my heart. When he went, da 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 Yeah, that was him. Anytime his characters are singing, that's him singing. Good. What a, what a great intro to Laser Time. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Christopher Antiste. Who else do we have here? Uh, Diana Goodman. Boom. Michael Raparas. Yes. Uh, scrap Chicken Wing. Scrap Chicken Wing. Um, Michael Rip. I didn't have that. Here we go, sound effects. I heard something go ding-dong. Yeah, that was probably the Windows noise. Mm, there you go. That's hey, cool. look at that. Uh, this episode, I think I'd wanted to do this, but you pushed me into it, Diana. You did? Yeah. Uh, celebrity, celebrity Sings. Uh, I can sing. I can sing. <laughs> God damn, every time I try, and I just saw that again recently. Did you send me that clip, or did I send, I should have sent it to you. It's... It's Don and his Don Draper and his son go to see Get Off This Planet, Get Me Off This Planet of the Apes. I want to get off. Uh huh. And it's just the entire sequence intercut with Mad Men footage. And uh, it's fucking brilliant. I loved it. Never watched um, Mad Men. Oh really? Oh. I wouldn't have got it. Yeah. Missing out. You probably would have liked it. Yeah. You probably would have liked it. That's a good. I guess that's good. Celebrity singing. Phil Hartman singing a Planet of the Apes musical. Celebrities. <laughs> Most celebrities suck and can't sing. I think that's our premise here, right? It is. Yeah. It's just like uh, when I was going researching part of this, it was like Paris Hilton has an album. Like, well, yeah, this mm. is bad, but like I don't have the Tila Tequila has several songs. I'm sure. Yeah, it's like, oh, a, yeah. but it's like I don't have the fodder to prove why this is any worse than what they're mimicking. You don't need technical terms to say why it's bad. I, you I can feel it in your gut, Chris. Sort of. Right yeah. there. Well, you don't need technical skill to sing any more. I mean, exactly. I think that's well, part even of it. For the last, you know, thirty something years, if you listen to early Madonna songs, mm-hmm. notice there's a lot of kind of an echoey sound behind her, and that's to cover that she can't sing. She very can't really well. sing, mm-hmm. and and, then and some it's the... gotten even more advanced <laughs> since then. There were even some so. of these songs which with, I'm gonna with t- the more culture she's appropriated, the worse her voice. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> uh, but but celebrities grow to a certain height; they want to do something, and it just happens to be singing. But that's the thing; everybody wants to sing. Yep. And yep. nobody really knows that they can't sing until they try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, well, I sing in my car all the time. Certainly when I get up on this karaoke mic, I was like astounded by the range I couldn't reach. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't yeah. think celebrities have this. Yeah. This you try lettering. to sing the high notes and it just comes out. Ah! Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. I had no idea my brain, my body could make a sound like that. But mm-hmm. it wasn't what I was going for. Um, Turns out uh, it takes uh, practice. It takes yeah. practice. Vocal cords are like a muscle mm-hmm. and they need to be exercised. Let's say frequently. talent. Um, so we're getting this whole. Episode is about celebrity singing. If anybody has one, 
once you get it out of, off the bat. I want you to leave Murphy alone. We're going to do that later. Zoe Deschanel? Yes, but hers is okay. Yeah, she's not terrible. Do you have a song you like by her? No. I, <laughs> my opinion is on Zoe Deschanel right now. She's like a living real doll to me. There's like nothing there. <laughs> it's just like, nah. Um, I, she had a Christmas song that I like. Because it's her and some cold. dude. Who's yes, the dude? Yeah, him. Yeah. Him. She and him. She and him. Yes, that's mm-hmm. the guy's name. Him. Mm-hmm. Roger Him. <laughs> I guess anybody could kind of sing this song. Like that kind of loungy crooner shit. Like it is. While we're on this topic too, uh, what's Any, your face? Anytime you're you're using it in a song and singing about something and use the word gay and it's neither hateful nor ironic, anybody can sing that. Hmm. I'm saying it's an old song. Hmm. Anybody can it's do a an standard. impression of an old standard. Yeah. You don't need auto tune to sing this song, therefore it's crap. So I guess it's like Bing Crosby originally, though, right? Um, yeah, Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had a gal, hey, Diana. Fine. We'll, we'll move uh, what, right while we're here, Scarlett Johansson as well. She put. Out uh, I did get. I didn't know she did an entire album of Tom Waits covers. Yes, that's right. Which oh. is an ambitious, uh, ambitious thing to cover because nobody on Earth's voice sounds like Tom Waits. Exactly, and it seems like. In, in, <laughs> I guess. Just, yeah, give her some points for di- for difficult <laughs> difficult. Taking, taking, yeah. <laughs> she was aiming high. Yeah. Taking yeah. into account That's all of this, she it's could like, just do some fucking dance music. Right, this right. seems like someone like there should have like there's so many situations where there should have been people around you to tell you this is a bad idea. In it, this it situation, where like, but it's an ambitious bad idea, which is better than just a mediocre bad idea. But it's not like it's like you couldn't ever do Tom Waits. Which no is one, why, which is could. why this is probably interesting. Right. It's a. It is. I think it is a good idea, and I don't know any of these fucking songs. <laughs> This is the most Tom Waitsy song. It sounds like ghost pirate music. (laughs) (laughs) A spectral buccaneer descends upon the mic. Welcome to the island. Did you bring the magic amulet? (laughs) Welcome to Singapore. Press escape to adjust your settings. (laughs) Um, W for forward. S for backwards, A and D, strafe left. That is Scarlett Johansson. Make sure the pirate skull is only barely visible against the black background. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Oh, man. Uh, I I was kind of hoping that she would try to emulate the raspiness of his voice. Not at all. Never never once bothered. And I listened to all her own singing voice. None of it. That's when we were talking about people who can't sing, I excluded songs that didn't sound embarrassing. And when I get to like Paris Hilton shit, I'm like this doesn't sound embarrassing because it sounds very authentic to what she's trying to do, right. which doesn't really require her to sing at all. It's just it's all about the beat. The weirdest yeah. thing about that Scarlett Johansson thing is that it's crossing streams where it's like Tom Waits in my mind has never been anywhere near the sphere sexy, mm-hmm. and then Scarlett Johansson <laughs> in my head, and I know I have sexy Tom Waits in my head, and it's like I didn't ask for this <laughs> stupid sexy Tom Waits. Stupid sexy Tom Waits. Wow, that is. That is it's like I'm not wearing nothing at all. <laughs> That is quite the sexual bugaboo. Uh, I wouldn't know how to deal with that. You guys have forced my hand. I I need to go back to a celebrity's album that I did listen to a lot. I bought. Uh, That would be Shaquille O'Neal's Shaq Diesel. Hey! Rap for beginners. Yeah, it really is. 
while, while we're on the topic, did you I hear his most recent rap song? No. Uh, it's a it's a Kobe diss track, and I believe oh, it yeah. talks about uh, Kobe eating butt or something. Show me how my ass tastes. Show me how my ass tastes. That's right. That is the line. Wow. Like seven Repeatedly. years ago, because I, I love saying that, and like everybody's like, why would I want to know? Man, it's a thing that you're, it's rhetorical. You're not supposed to respond. But if you want to eat my butt, hey, right ahead. <laughs> still, still better than uh, Warren Beatty's attempt at rap from Bullworth. Holy shit! I but I mean, that. that's that's the whole thing, right? Yeah, but yeah. that's kind of the point. But, but I dug up one of the singles off of Shaq Diesel, a 1993 album. Was uh, "What's Up, Doc" featuring the Fushnickens? The Fushnickens. Oh, Fushnickens. Fushnickens were his backup. Yeah. And this is a this is what? a fucking acceptable Shaq jam. Fu. They were the killer bees to his Shaq Fu. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what it, I don't know what it means. <laughs> what? <laughs> but like this is this is so fucking bad. Like this is dated. I think this is great. Dude, it's like jump around but way up, way. Doc, rock? This up, video doc, was on Beavis rock? and Butthead. This is unlistenable. Like, my God, this is so trying to bite on Wu Tang. You haven't even got the Shaq part yet. Where is it? He comes in with the worst lines I've ever heard. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the what's the what's the scenario? I'm the Hooper, the Hyper. Protected by Viper. Mm. And Great. For, for a long time, I'm like, those aren't really words. Oh, he's saying he's good at basketball. I just, I love this. Well, this, this is how much shit you can sell based off of your, your name brand. You this, know, it's this just, album, you exist. like that song, the first song we heard was called I'm Outstanding, which follows <laughs> I Got Skills. <laughs> um, and like the whole song is like, yeah, we know you're a good basketball they have player. One that, I am very large. Yeah, I am very I'm large. large. I'm I am, good at things. I am very things. spokesman Pepsi. Yeah. Um, yes. I am have own video game. Talented basketball man. <laughs> a bunch of that crap. All right. Here, here's a stupid segment I wanted to get into. Um, anybody here like Home Alone? Eh. No. Eh. Who's your favorite character in Home Alone? Don't be fucking shy. About the guy Home from Bushwhacked. Joe Wrong. Pesci. It is Joe Pesci. The old dude. It is fully Joe Pesci singing Beatles songs. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, wow. So this is there an album of this? Uh, so upon further research... This is in character as his character from Moonwalker, right? As the, the drug dealer who just wants to get kids high? Oh, my God. Uh, no, that's actually... It, it is in character, though, isn't it? Or at least the title I, of the record. Fuck. He put one. He put yes, a there's called, a yeah, record. Vincent uh, LaGuardia Gambini's and Gambino's and Songs of Love. Where he's <laughs> so he's he's his character from My Cousin Vinny. Vinny? Yes. Kinda, yeah. Um, but then I kept looking for it, and it's on an album that's all Beatles songs. And uh, I never heard. You, oh, and, and you oh, mentioned this. Oh, oh. Oh, I know this album. What's a golden? It's called gold. It's, it was George Martin in my life. That one? No, it was. Called, oh, it's we called. Need to talk about you that. mentioned Golden Throats when I mentioned mm-hmm. this concept. And like I'd never heard of that till researching this. But this is off the album Golden Throats Four: Celebrities Butcher the Beatles. Wow. That's <laughs> an album made. That's in its name: Celebrities Butcher the Beatles. Butcher the so Beatles. So they acknowledge it's bad. Yes, and they feature acts such as George Burns. Wait, that's that's Pesci again. Um... George Burns, which this isn't even from like well, the Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club movie. Yeah. 
would you do if I sang out of tune? Jesus Christ. It gets so much wonderfully worse. You can hear him ashing on the microphone. So this is like a compilation of like abstracted like dudes covering yes. Beatles tracks. Okay. Yeah, the, I, we should explain the Golden Throats albums. Hold on. We're not. They're not recorded for that. They're cherry picked from yes. celebrity singing attempts, compiling the worst ones for you to laugh. Yeah, at. but they, they allow their songs to be used on compilations where they're being laughed at. It's yeah. called Golden Throats. It sounds disgusting. Mm. Do they allow it? Or do it just like you pick them up and roll it rock and then sell it at conventions? I gotta wonder if it's like they sell. So, George Burns' octave range is like one half. Like, <laughs> I am staying in my comfort zone. There will be no lows or highs. <laughs> so Shatner's Lucy in the Sky is yeah, on this too, right? That's totally on it. I have to look it up though. Um, uh, no, the, the one that I was thinking of is. Uh, there was a compilation album produced by George Martin in about 97, 98. Really? Um, George Martin is the Beatles producer. The creative Game of Thrones. No. Oh, um, not Double R. A Rankin but and Bass production. Good, good, good. That was a good one for me. Yeah. I'm happy with that. This wasn't on it. This Shatner doing Lucy in the Sky needs it by a lot. That's what I've noticed in all, most of these, like, the chorus is done by backup singers. In a boat. Oh, on a God. River with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you. You answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Cellophane flowers of yellow Holy and green shit. towering over your head. Look for the girl. With a sun in her eyes? Where is she? And she's gone! She's gone. <laughs> God. That's, this might be better Shatter. than Rocket Man, which is, you know, the perennial. Yeah, Rocket Man, yeah. that video is fantastic. And I mean, as much as I hate Family Guy, they did a nice impersonation. I forget, he, Shatner yeah. had a, a fully justifiable explanation for how that came down. And mm. it was something about just needing, he wanted me to perform something at this award show, and I'm like, let's do something fucking crazy. Um, I'm not a singer, right. so I'm just... <laughs> and rocket. then he did put out Man. an album, though. Yes. He put out Transform Man. And then he put out Has Been. Yeah. Has Been was kind of amazing. It was a lot of fun. This is my favorite. If you can think of, like, of of people I didn't assume were a lot, like, alive enough to do such a cover. Um, don't look, Diana. I'm not this looking. Is especially going to be... It, people who were alive to cover the Beatles, like, man, I'm going to lose our young audience here. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so than we already have. So throughout. Lillian Gish. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like that, but like <laughs> the least likely, because not only, you, you ever hear that I Hate the Beatles song yeah. uh, that, done on a talk show where like they were popular and they were like Justin Bieber and the establishment fucking hated them. Mm-hmm. So hearing a member of the establishment do a Beatles song I thought was pretty special. Never heard this. Oh, I think I've heard this on a gold. It's definitely on Golden Throats. <laughs> With an old-timey lead-up. It's Bing Crosby singing Hey Jude. Wow. Who I just assume was dead by the time this came out. Uh, putting his own stamp on it. Bing Crosby's got quite a voice. Mm. I mean, if you have... No, don't... 
It sounds like Bing Crosby always sounds like he's singing from a very reclined position in a chair. <laughs> With a couple scotches yes. in him and in his hand. Yeah. Hey, Judah, you know what I'm saying. To the band. Again, though, this is not a song I want to hear in a loungy no. kind of... No. no. And yet it works. It works. Oh, I no. would argue uh, that it, it might not work. Yeah. Uh, Can way- I go back to the George Martin thing for a second? Yes. Mm. Okay. The reason I remember this so clearly <clears throat> is because it was at the Virgin Mega Store and hey. one of the listening things when you, you know, they have a CD and you could listen to it. Yes. I listened to it and was like, what the living fuck is this about? And then, like, the next day I saw a review in a British magazine that was titled George Martin, What the Fuck Are You Thinking? <laughs> because he got all these different celebrities together to sing Beatles songs. And you're like, okay, if they're singers like Celine Dion singing "Hey There and, Here, There, and Everywhere, that sounds good. But Jim Carrey singing I Am the Walrus. What? Not what? so much. That happened? This happened. Or Sean Connery reciting In My Life. He doesn't <laughs> sing that. Uh, I have never heard any of this before. Let's see if we can actually hear one of these. And uh, Robin Williams and Bobby McFerrin doing Come Together. What? You say Rodney Dangerfield? Robin Williams. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. Why? I'm waiting to be kicking the nuts right now. I'm bracing myself. Build to it. You can't cover these fucking songs. You should never. Why? You shouldn't even do these songs in karaoke in private company. You'll never be able to do them justice. Agreed. I'm, I'm going to tap out of this one. Yeah. If you want to hear the, the, the truest sacrilege uh, to well, a former Beatles member, Uh-oh. this is my favorite. So, don't look, Diana. As soon as you can get who sings this. It sounds like Eddie Murphy. It's not Eddie Murphy. It's even worse. This is off this celebrity's third album. Ooh, yeah. You don't even know what song this it is. This is a free track. No? Oh, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. You can't make a sex jam out of Imagine? You fucking living turd. <laughs> you know what this is? I need a shower. <laughs> It, that would be shower. the voice of uh, young copper in Fox in the House, Corey Feldman. <gasps> Corey Feldman covering Imagine. Imagine uh, of course it is. <laughs> oh, God. Probably got the rights from Michael Jackson. <laughs> the fucking flute. <laughs> like, oh, you could man. put this in, like, Anchorman 3 and no one would bat an eye. It was <laughs> yeah. just like... That's correct, yes. Oh, you know, that, that stripped down just a man and his piano. That didn't get it across enough, the message. What we really need is the jam box and the flute. Do you, do you guys really think anyone ever fucked to this? Like, if the, the guy put it on, he was just like, hey. Ugh. I bet, I bet, sexy. I bet at least one couple did. Oh, here's, God. Here's, I'll, I'll try and imagine a scenario, scenario. Oh, never, I could never imagine otherwise. Hey, baby. 
This is the most desperate early 90s fuck song I've ever heard. Baby. It's just like, what other situation to listen to this in? None. Hey, baby Mike, I'm really wet. Can you throw in that Corey Feldman album? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Former child actor. That album. The one with the Imagine cover on it? No. Yeah. No, the third one, baby. Corey Feldman was a huge heartthrob in his day, man. Here's some words that rhyme with Corey. Story. <laughs> Allegory. Allegory. Bory. Um, wow. Somebody else give me some more. That, give me some more. Uh, Bruce ever. Willis. Yeah, we gotta do yes. that. Return you know, of Bruno. Do you Return know the song? Because I don't, if, if you have any background on this. Just remember, anything off of Return of Bruno, I think, is I remember good. seeing the television special. Really? Return now, of now, Bruno. See, this there is, was, there this was is a kind of when I remember becoming a conscious special. member of society, because Bruce Willis was a celebrity to me and then like everybody was seemingly pissed at him for singing in public which is like all he wanted to do <laughs> yeah. in a post because that's kind of where area. he started because I remember he did the Seagram's One Cooler ad where he sang did before he, really? he was on Moonlighting uh. yeah Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler oh, what, what, I, what I tried to select normally are cover songs so people have a frame of reference there's a whole bunch of cover songs butchered. on Bruno uh, I don't have what happened I, yet, this but. is the one I pulled up okay, okay. It, I love this this original song this is the return to Bruno, Bruce Willis, in his Bruno persona. Made a cartoon show out of it. I uh, bought this on vinyl at a thrift store once Bruno. and gave it to someone wow. as a present. Oh. You're a mean person. Well, I remember man. it was a TV special that was like a concert, and they had like celebrities talking about, like, he was so awesome back in the day, and then disappeared. But he's back now. Of course, he's playing his damn harmonica. Oh, of course. Oh, Secret Agent Man. How do you know oh, that? Right. Wow. How do you know that? I, I do know this. You've yeah. listened to this album. Well, before I gave it to the guy, I listened to it. <laughs> wow. Monty Norman getting five bucks? Fuck. Listen to it. Who would ever want to listen to this? This is all Goldeneye shit, too. Yeah. All these songs have really long lead-ins to trick us. Turn it up, Chris. Turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in the damn level. I just did like a bump and I'm trying to make a move on a girl at the Hard Rock Cafe <laughs> in like Tampa Bay, Florida, circa 92. <laughs> hey, girl. This is, oh my god! Jesus Christ. I love this song. No joke, this is the best song in this album by a fucking country mile, too. Like, this is as good as it gets. That guitar riff, it's like, if I had synesthesia, it would look hot pink. <laughs> With tiger stripes. And the sticker on this album, you know I have the sticker on your album that advertises a single? This was the it's sticker. It's on the YouTube video, we're playing it off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Secret Agent Man. The team. TV special, only on HBO. Yeah, I didn't even see it. How, what was the TV special? Was it just him performing live? Mostly, yeah. But there was Eesh. also... I, I Actually, no. There was like a document... It was like a pseudo-documentary showing like him playing at Woodstock and him playing in the 70s and, and a celebrities talking about how great he was and now he's back because it's the return of Bruno and then, then he sings a like- bunch of... R&B covers. If I may, for all the wrestling fans listening, this is Bruno. This is Bruce Willis pulling a cactus jack. No, what was the, the man? Dude Love. Dude Love. It's a yes. Dude Love. It, like this is the character I once was and loved being, but did not become famous for. Hmm. So now I shall revert. Bruce back Willis to is one of the guys who I think is very open about the fact that he doesn't he enjoy being a celebrity. He's just 
But not in like a cool way. It's just like, fuck you, give me all this money, you suck. Because did you see yeah. that interview he did with the guy from that Red movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's very much like, fuck you, I don't care. He I'm was, rich, he was, I've got like, lots of money, I'm super famous. Do you me. really have more than four questions about Red 2? Right. That, that's essentially what he was saying. Yeah. And, and he's like, like I'm here like, out of obligation, and who gives a shit? It was like right after Sliced Alone went ape shit. I'm like, yeah, some people won't be returning for Expendables. Because some people think their time is worth $3 million for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> who isn't in Expendables 3? Bruce Willis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he he talked. I just thought that was funny. Uh, but uh, let's, go, let's go more classic. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Ooh. Has an entire album singing the cowboy hits. He is a musically talented guy, though. Is he? Because he really he scored a bunch of his he sang his movies. I mean, he, he, plays, he plays jazz oh, piano. Give me land, lots of land I mean, the reverb does a lot for this. It does. Well, Don't if you're doing country, you gotta have the reverb. How about how about this? Let me oh, he's singing "Pick My Wagon" too. It's uh, it's true. I tried to get songs that we knew, and and I'd like I don't know any of these based on the Bang track rang? title. Uh, Bangarang. Wait, hold on. Skrillex. I don't know. That's a he. He has a Hook reference. It is song. That's from Hook. Uh, anyway, is it? Yes. Bangarang uh, is from Hook. Yeah. Really? I, I thought so. Um. Oh, that would, well, that explains all those shouts to all my lost boys. Hey, over and over again. Hold on. Let me load up the old comedy horn. There we go. Um, this yeah, one. No, Clint Eastwood's a jazz pianist, and he's. Does anybody remember? His singing voice isn't great, but. What I know, I know, I think, I think Diana can lump you into this. The opening of Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tumbling Tumbleweeds. Tumbling Tumbleweeds. Yeah, now here it's brought to you by Dirty Harry himself. That's what I'm saying. That's why some of these were hard to grab because, like, Eastwood, he is bad at this. Yeah, yeah. This is not, this a, is not his strength. But you wouldn't know it because we didn't grow up when we could discern which one of these songs, these Western songs, was good or not. I mean, hey, he directed Jersey Boys. Well, he sang, <laughs> he, he sang, he sang the song at the end of Gran Torino. Yes, which I thought was ballsy. Oh man, can you play that? Yeah, I'll look that it up. is look it up. that is something else. I remember I stayed for that. and I was like, wow, okay, because it's like a torch song, but like my voice is really grizzled. His yeah. soul is these, in a these are recorded like maybe you should back have covered a Tom Waits song right? instead. There you go. <laughs> but this this is a uh, a man who is very very old, and this movie and, was funny. Like as much as I like Great Pyramid, <laughs> that movie is funny. I, I have never heard an Asian per, Asian woman called Dragon Lady, yeah. and that made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> that movie's wow. the closest allegory to my actual dad that I've ever seen in my life. Like that's my dad. That's him. And this is the credits, too. Just wondering. You think he wrote this, too? Okay. I think it was his brother, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so he could sing 40 years ago. Yes. It beats a lonely rhythm. So, so now it's like Methuselah sings the hiss. No, it's, it sounds it sounds like one of the old characters on Fraggle Rock singing. <laughs> every morning, every day, Waldorf and Statler sing the standards. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go out with uh, Clint Eastwood's Grand Serena. We get back more celebrity jams coming at you. Laser time. Whistling other tired souls.
Howdy, everyone. I hope you guys had fun at PAX this weekend. I know I sure didn't know. I missed PAX Prime for the first time in years. Tragic, tragic, tragic. But a lot of well wishes from you guys who were there. Much appreciated. I uh, hope you had a good time. Hope you have a good time listening to Laser Time this week. Yeah, I'm going to keep the plugs as light as I can this week because i got a lot going on. I, I, I did want to say um, we revamped the YouTube page, the Laser Time YouTube page a little bit. We streamed a bunch of Simpsons crap last week and by popular demand and uh, Michael's demand, we want we streamed uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. People were asking us to do that. That's like a survival horror game set in Chuck E. Cheese. So if you'd like to see that, including Michael's scream like a, a little girl... It's right there at youtube.com slash lasertime network, and you can now browse stuff a lot easier, including the past stuff we've done and some of the shorter shorter form things we've done. And uh, I'd really appreciate it if you guys would check that out. Also, if you wanted to support the show this week and you're a gamer and you're going to buy Destiny, I recommend you do it through our Amazon links. But if that's asking too much, bit.ly, that's bit.ly slash Laser Destiny. Use that link. Purchase Destiny. You got one week left to pre-order. Get all that Vanguard uh, content, up gear, and all that shit. Crazy weapons. Um, you got one week left to do that. So if you use the link bit.ly/laserprime, it'll kick a tiny commission back to us, and hopefully we'll get to play together. Additionally, as always, go to lasertimepodcast.com. We love it when you guys come to the site and comment on our articles. We should have a bunch of fun stuff up for you this week. Probably not a week of streams again because that really took it out of me. But yeah, there's a bunch of fun Simpson streams up there. Do not watch the hit and run stream. It was fucked up. It has a frame rate a frame rate of like 9p. It's terrible. 9p. Jesus. It's so early tired too uh but anyway yeah hope you guys are enjoying the show please be sure to tell a friend maybe rate us on itunes share us on facebook like us on facebook twitter all that nonsense we need your help now more than ever uh trying to make this my full-time gig and again if you if any of you have any interest for uh in writing articles on lasertime.com please get a hold of me at uh, twitter.com cntista anyway why don't we get back to the celebrity sing-off Peace. it's just a job five days a week a rocket. A rocket, man. Laser time, second segment. All aboard. In the middle of the earth, in the land of Shire, lives a brave little hobbit whom we all admire. Long wooden pipe, fuzzy woolly toes. He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, he's only three feet tall. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. Hi everybody, we're coming in with one of, I, like no shit, one of my favorite jams now. Uh, Leonard Nimoy and the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Ah, Just yeah. glorious. Just glorious. Did we finally figure out where that fucking came from? Uh, yeah, it was a variety show in the 60s. Well, the the video for it that everybody is familiar with, it was a variety show from the 60s called Malibu U that apparently didn't last for very long. He was a guest on the show, and he did that as a bit. But filmed the music video? Yeah. Oh, man, these were the days. Like, a year before it came out commercially. Yeah, he had had already recorded it, I guess, so he just lip-synced to it on that. 
Terrible what I've show. always wondered, because I've heard this a billion times, I've seen this video, was he a big Lord of the Rings fan, or was he given a stock song that somebody... Um, I've never heard that song sung by anyone else, Yeah, me so neither. Yeah, I have to assume. Was huge in the late 60s. It was, but yeah. it's like, I can't write a song about how awesome Spider-Man is right now. I expect <laughs> to get away with it and have it be a huge hit. <laughs> You just don't have the cloud for it, man. I mean, Fuck maybe you. I'll show you. Spider-Man, he's great. He's awesome. He does a lot of things. I don't know what he... Only um, three feet tall. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. With great power what comes great responsibility. What do you manage to find uh, a different Leonard Nimoy jam that I never ah, heard? Yes. yes. He's, he's recorded many things. Can you introduce this one? Um, this is, uh, it's not Spock's If I Had a Hammer, I mean, it's the other oh, one. Oh, Proud Mary. Proud, yeah, Proud Mary. Oh, Great my God. Rolling on a river. Slash Ike and Tina Turner. I left a good job in the city. <laughs> working for the man every night and day. I'm Star Trek. And I never he sounds lost scared, like someone's got a gun on him. He does, he sounds frightened. He sounds weak. <laughs> Ike Turner has a gun on him. <laughs> <laughs> Ike Turner Keep and on, Phil Spector are holding guns on him. Oh right no, now. it's a Mexican standard. Rolling, 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 rolling on the river. Wow, he actually managed to make that song boring. God, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Enunciate, enunciating on the river. Well, who's got another one they want to introduce? Um, I have one I kind of want to just get out of the way because it's a cheat because it is someone who could sing is and it? is known for musical theater but I can't think of any other time I'm going to get to talk about this sure okay so Ethel Merman oh, Jesus. was a Broadway star <laughs> nowadays you might remember if you've seen it's a Mad I Mad 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 World I her name is a gay icon or as a gay icon because mm-hmm. musical theater yeah but it, she's she's in it's a Mad 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 World as the, the really loud mouth mother-in-law how mad is it Mad 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 um, but she's known for straight up old timey musical theater, and she cut a disco album. Holy shit! And every single track sounds like this. I do. There's a lead in that Wait sounds like it. Shaft, and it goes on and on. So the the tie that binds all these celebrity songs is like a fucking at least sixty second intro. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You gotta gotta get a little medley in there for whatever reason. So I know. Okay, we wait, 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 wait. But there are talented people involved in this song. Here, listen. I love it already. <laughs> oh god! I'm like reluctantly doing coke off a dude's boner in a club to this song. This is strangely the gayest thing I've ever heard. Strangely, it really is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone sounds like that. Long intro that sounds like the theme from Shaft, and then all of a sudden, Alexander's Ramtime Bang band starts. Can you hear that, men? Can you hear that, like little, like ooh, that sound, like an icicle melt- melting? That's your sexuality just riding away. Proud baby, keep on burning, <laughs> rolling, rolling. Yeah. So they're all. She sounds like a lady pirate. That's what I would describe her as. She's like a lady pirate captain of a ship. Oh, Show fuck. tunes with the disco sound. She's got a peg leg and a cutlass, and she doesn't take any guff. Fuck you, balls. I, at, at a Goodwill, I found a mint condition vinyl copy of this, and I'm so proud of it. Wait, why did someone stick wow. a gorillas on here? 
Because it's got, uh, what's his face? Dennis Hopper on it. It does? And it's does? just him talking oh, the entire right. time. Oh, that's right, yeah. It's not really him singing, but this the entire thing. Off of Demon Day. Yeah, yeah. There was a town where the people know people It's were. not really him singing, but they hired him to do this, and it's just him. I'm telling a story about the people that live under the mountain. I swear your sunscreen. <laughs> Fuck that shit! <laughs> Wish I could do a better Hopper impression. I still remember it from, what is a uh, Land of the Dead? Where he just picks his nose in the camera, and like, hey man. <laughs> Strange folk arrived in the town. Like, why would you hire Dennis Hopper to do a spoken word thing? I don't know. I don't know. No one noticed them. They only saw shadows. You see, R.I.P. Dennis Hopper. That guy's really great. Seriously, he's fantastic. This is the most sane I've ever heard him. Yeah. And that's Damon Alden. Uh, which, by the way, everybody gave a shit for for not talking about when we talked about um, creative splits, how oh. gorillas will never get back together again. No. Yeah. Whoever, what, two of them are arguing? or hates I'm not another? sure. I mean, what it was, it was David Alburn. Uh, Homeboy from Blur, that's all I know. That's him. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's Jamie Hewlett, who did all the art. And yeah, they, Jamie Hill idea from Tank Girl. They mm-hmm. mentioned that, and then I'm like imagining these two cartoon characters fighting, sitting across. <laughs> nah. Uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien did like all their rapping. Yeah, yeah, he did their uh, uh, And then there was uh, the girl who was from Chibo Mata, was it? Was she? I may be being I love it. I love it. Anyway, yeah, Dennis know, Hopper talking. If you want to hear a Dennis Hopper short story, it's very calm and relaxing. I know this is Diana's. about gorillas destroying a mountain village. Yes, yep. <laughs> like gorillas, not gorillas. Moving on to a different decade. Oh. Well, just this is like this is a huge hit. Yes. So outside of, I would say only Jennifer Lopez, who somehow, I'm embarrassed. I lived through that transition of like she was a slightly popular actor who wasn't ever in anything good. Maybe Money Train. But she became a, a very high-selling artist. This song... Don't be fooled by the rock that she's got, Chris. This, and none of the songs are bad, but this song is bad. This is Don Johnson, right? Yeah. Yeah. This song Not really. Besides that it's like the most 80s thing ever, there's something about the chorus that makes me want yes. to murder. Yes. And it was a huge hit. This is right on Miami Vice was in a I big expensive video that's about him like as a photographer in Vietnam or something. I don't fucking know. Here it comes, here it comes. Okay. So unless this song is about a paramedic. In a show with a repainted airwolf, it was. Hey, <laughs> Bon Jovi, super guilty of it. And it's I, again, I'm not a music guy. The stretching of syllables to meet an entire chorus really bothers me. You can write whatever you want to fill these beats. Heartbeat, heartbeat. Like you could have said anything, something profound, something you felt. And you chose the word heartbeat for seven seconds. Uh-huh. This song is just six words long. Well, he's got to show you he can sing, Chris. He's got to be able to hold that note. Let you know this guy's a real balladeer you're dealing with. Oh, uh-huh. I think that's back Johnny again. Come Lately. So can I tell it's everyone no heart about what happened when I came back to the bathroom a minute ago? Yes. Yeah, so Don Johnson's daughter, Dakota, is going to be in Fifty Shades of Grey. We took a break. I went off to the ladies' room. I come back, 
And the three of you guys are sitting around watching the Fifty Shades of Grey trailer. It is my fault. It just came up on the YouTube rotation. I was like, this is happening. Let's watch it. Yeah, you hastily turned it off when I pointed out that I knew what you were watching. That's Don Johnson's daughter? That is Don Johnson's and Melanie Griffith's daughter. It was at least 30 seconds between you pointing it out and me finally turning it off so I could bring up the Charles Dance reading from Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, I've already made my thoughts known about getting my nuts crushed by uh, Scarlett Johansson in a Nazi costume, so we know where I stand on this. Yeah, now, if you've seen pictures of young Don Johnson, you realize how much Dakota Johnson looks like him, and just imagine that it's time-traveling Don Johnson in a wig in the movie Ugh. of the mom porn that is Twilight Vampire. And he was, what's it called, in uh, Django Unchained, right? Yeah. 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 I read great. an interview, like, in The New Yorker, like, a couple so weeks good. ago, and he mentions that, and it's like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like, he kind of <laughs> gets it, but he doesn't really get it. It's like, <laughs> hey, this made me... Take a southern accent and do the N-word over and over again. <laughs> you, the only reason I know Don Johnson, and I had a, a, a shtick that I would say, I look like Don Johnson, and like people who were adults would laugh, is from Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Hobbes compared his beard uh, to an unshaven Don Johnson. <laughs> it's, it's like the only celebrity reference in Calvin and Hobbes, Don Johnson. Because otherwise, otherwise it would never be dated. You hear he's totally taking it home because it went up half an hour there. I just this video is really hysterical. The way he's strutting around with a microphone with that much purpose. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, we're almost listening to the whole song here, so yeah. Yes. Yes. Alright, right, right, right. we'll move on. My teeth. I'm not telling you what this one is. Holy shit, it's been thirty years and this is still his shit. This was his speech at the WWE Hall of Fame. So, so yeah, I don't know. You guys weren't there, but we watched basically the WWE Hall of Fame introduction, and Mr. T was there. And you're basically given carte blanche to to shoot and talk about whatever the fuck you want. So if like, if you're like, you know, Jake the Snake, who was also that night. You can talk about whatever. You can talk about fucking shooting heroin with, like, fucking Bam Bam Bigelow or whatever the shit, and they let you go. And fucking Mr. T came out there and for 25 minutes talked about absolutely nothing but his mother. I love my mama. My mama gave me every chance I had to do in life. I love my mama. My mama's the best. Y'all should love your mama. Say hello to your mama. For literally 25 minutes. It's just this wow. rambling ode to his mama. Did she die recently? No, no. she's still no, alive. She's very much oh alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the crowd is, like, kind of mocking him just like let's go mama clap 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 <laughs> just like and then they they have to play him off like they have one a guy yeah. came come out and be like after your like time's up minutes. dude stop and he <laughs> said nothing about wrestling or hulk hogan or anything anyone wanted to hear and talked about his mama non-stop for a half hour it was pretty great this this is do you know what this is from michael no, I uh, do. No, it's, okay. It's is from, it is it be somebody or be somebody? Uh, it is. It's Mr. T's. Be, it was the first time I think I saw something corny. My friend had this on tape. I for some like I stuck at his house, put it in. I'm like, this is hilarious. Do you know how many times he mispronounces the word chains <laughs> as changes is or. I got gold changes. I hear this and I can think of sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me. And I got no privacy. No Respect your mama. Yeah. Songs about the IRS. Um, that you know, some of, <laughs> actually some of the raps, I don't know if that song in particular, but some of the raps on, raps on Be Somebody or Be Somebody's Fool are written by Ice-T. Yes. Hey, yes. Wow. That's another guy who's technically a celebrity <laughs> Yes. Rapper? And I don't... All of his music, He's I think, is terrible. Was he? Okay, okay. He was, he was. Mm-hmm. Have you heard his... Uh, he made a new Body Count yes, album? Which oh I saw Body Count live. 
Yeah, really. I, I did. I did. I saw him at a Warp Tour one year. It was. It, you know, that, it, it is. I have never seen. Yeah. Like I was with my lady friends. They were. They were there. We were a big group of people. Some women. I have never seen women like this. Is disgusting. Yeah. I can't sit here and watch this. So like, he stopped doing their body, their biggest body count song, and then he uh-huh. turns to the DJ. Hey, DJ! Wait, that's not Ice T. Hey, DJ, show them how you eat pussy. And and she's like, what? And, and, and the crowd's like, what? And like, no, 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 Just take a break. No more song. You're gonna show them how you eat pussy. And Turn then the Mike Tyson there, Chris. Uh, <laughs> no, Ice T, bitch. Yeah, I got a little he, bit of a list. Got a little bit of a list. Ice T, show them how you eat pussy, dog. And then for like a minute, he, the DJ puts his face on the keyboard and just goes. <laughs> he puts his face across the table and and like nah you know yo you don't eat pussy like that show him how you really eat that pussy and like and after like I've Will nev- this be on the test I'm, t- I'm saying like like people I've hung out with for years I had no idea they could be offended because they're hanging out with me we're like I can't sit here and watch this he, he's gonna continue talking about Please eating stop. pussy. And using a record as an analogy. Um, that sounds like a great time to transition to John Lithgow. Singing in the bathtub, sitting all alone. Oh my god. Tearing out a console just like a This is really fucking up that, that season of Dexter for me. They- <laughs> uh, this is brought up by Brett Elson. In the Toys R Us uh, FM episode, where uh, this is one of the songs that was ring, 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 John ring, Lickow. ring, 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 banana phone. <laughs> this is one of the songs that that would appear on on the playlist of. Ah, oh, God, I gotta have. I wrote, I wrote down all this shit too. I gotta get through this real quick because the computer is going good. Um, well, shit. But I mean, he's really famous for writing children's books and shit. Like he Lickow? actually makes Apparently. more money from that than no he, idea. Well, not more. He is. Well, a com- He's a New York Times bestseller for children's books. Is he? Yes. All right. Several times over. Uh, this one, no one will get, but I wanted to play it anyway. Mm. Kenny G. Uh, yeah, I asked Clearly. you who this is. You want to say Michael Bolton? You do. Who's the singer, though? Singer uh, is a beautiful, one of the most beautiful women. Like, when I was coming of age, I thought she was one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Um, she was in a couple of famous movies. Tried a singing career. Tia Carrera. Jesus, yes. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that was like the wow. first guess. This is, I never even told you, parentheses, I thought you knew, which I remember hearing her promote when she was promoting Wayne's World or Wayne's World 2. What I didn't know is that it would appear in the end credits of Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, man. So I'm not, wow, I'm not really? Saying, I'm not saying this song can never appear in a Batman movie, <laughs> but... That is literally the darkest Batman movie ever, which I believe ends in the murder of the Joker uh, after he gets bloodied and beaten and his teeth knocked out. Uh, and this is how the credits roll. With Tia Carrera's... This is like the song I would hear reading an issue, an old issue of Motor Trend at the dentist's <laughs> office waiting to get my teeth cleaned. <laughs> my Game Boy ran out of battery. Oh, that, nuts. Um... Yeah, I'm going to try and burn through the ones... Oh, God, we got to get rid of this one. Um, well, Graham, you're a giant Married with Children fan. I am. Um, how do you feel about David Faustino? Uh, not great. Here I come, here I come. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
off uh, the album Ballistics uh, with lots of X's and Z's uh, 1992 he's kind of like the living personification of X-Pac to me it's just like he's this little scrawny 90's white guy who has no place in time other than his own little window do they write his rapping into the series I don't think so no no, no. alright alright man this is, that's like sub house of Bundy was always pretty lame and stupid yes because he had like a body pillow. No, he had an inflatable doll or something, right? I was walking on the ground. I oh, didn't make a lover. sound. Then I turned around and I saw a clown. A clown. Had a frown. Stood on a mound. The video for this? I like go watch it. Yes. You will go insane. Oh my god. Crispin Glover is legitimately one of the weirdest people in Hollywood. Like, when I came to it, I he has always been a bizarre weirdo, that and that's just who he is. It's not so a gimmick. That's who he is. He's a fucking weirdo. And but I love him. I remember we worked with Veronica sick. Belmont, and I was kind of starstruck. And I just didn't want, I didn't want to bother her and talk to her. And, and then Shane linked me to like, here's her interviewing Crispin soup, Glover. But he got... Like, you interviewed Crispin Glover? Mm-hmm. Let's talk forever. I have to know everything <laughs> about this. How did that happen? What the fuck is this man like? Yeah. <laughs> I went to uh, the Castro like six years ago. You saw he What was is there? It? He showed his movie, What Is It? And then he did readings from his wow. children's poetry books that he made. They're like found, like, they all look like ransom notes because it's like fucking <laughs> cut out of like old like documents and shit. So all the words are strange. And then he talked about his collection of old prosthetic eyes and medical gear, like quack medical gear from like the oh, fucking mid nineteenth century. You wow. should write children's books. Good idea. And he's and he is literally like it's not a character. He is just a fucking weirdo, and it's so good. I heard, just... I heard an interview with him on a, an extended interview with him on a podcast, and he was just sort of like, yeah, they're weird things, but like I can't do anything with them unless I tour through town with them, mm. and th- and that's why. But I mean, he has and, a and house that... filled with like strapped down yeah. leather chairs and shit and it's like you don't take that with you that's in your house that you go home to whenever you go Jesus yeah. okay I have a question if Crispin Glover was in a John Waters movie mm-hmm. would it be wonderful or would it be the most like boring thing would they like cancel each other yeah, out yeah what if it balanced weird, it balanced out into like weird ass Chris Columbus yeah. territory and it's just the, every scene he's in John Waters just wanders onto the set and starts eating toast with him and <laughs> they just forget to film a movie because it just. I, honestly, I would love to just watch them have dinner together. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, if he comes to town, you get a chance to check him out. Um, fucking stupid celebrities. Um, I'm gonna play this because I went I went uh, far enough to get the clip. Um, John Travolta in 1970 released a double album called wow. called Travolta Fever. Jesus Christ! Mm. Of course he did. Travolta fever. So, if, if, like when we talk about uh, you're surrounded by yes men, Saturday like, Night Fever. He's yes. surrounded by worse people. No, you should call it Travolta fever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to call it something. Either way, this is the only song I have ever heard before. It's a double album of John Travolta songs. Uh, I'm already falling asleep. Had to be another one of standards. Yeah. This is a slow dance in eighth grade. It's yeah. Kind of it had to be. This sounds sounds way better than that song he teamed up with Olivia Newton John to do a couple years ago, the Christmas oh, one. Oh fuck, that was awful. That was hilarious. Homecoming under the stars. I wonder if we just evolved certain aspects of our body to where like, well, those songs aren't hard to sing we've all been singing them for years like it's not impressive that you can do that it's not yeah. that he can't sing though I, he no, did exactly. musicals he could sing but 
Not that kind of singing. Um, what do we have here? Uh, we already did Mr. T. <laughs> Ethel Merman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one. So stand by. Roll cameras. Motor. Never heard this. Playback. Saturn. It's New Year's Day. Just like the day before. Is this who I think it is? Possibly. I mean, singing. Yeah. Is it 30 odd foot runs or something? Ah, it's Russell Crowe. Yeah, this might be Russell Crowe singing. It is indeed. This is so much better than he was in Les Miserables, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he just popped up on the video. I will listen to this so many more times than I will watch Les Miserables again. 30 odd foot of grunts. That's the worst band name. There is no more. It's, it's the most, like, Anglo-English name I, I've ever heard in my entire life. There's a Japanese band called Bathtub Shitter, and that's a better band name. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, that, it's, it's not like that, that like, that's terrible, but it also made me go back and, like, we all knew Keanu Reeves was in a band in the 90s. Yeah. Dog Star. Yeah. Uh, didn't actually yeah. sing, though. I looked that He up. didn't. He played bass, but yeah. it's just like, it... Like there's nothing wrong with this. It's just like it's of its time. It's of its yeah. time. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's it's a generic take on whatever genre. I hear this in a school like bus to seventh grade. <laughs> generic Nirvana. I just feel like I'm watching Beavis and Butt. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're on the topic of famous people playing in bands I'm not seeing. There's a, what's his face from Portlandia. My. Oh, Fred Armisen? Yeah, Fred Armisen. Was in the, the late night band or something yeah. now? I feel he like was I'm... in a drummer. No, he was in a... It's like a post-punk band. Uh, he was a drummer for... What was the name of the band? Holy shit. I can't think of the name of it, but... <clears throat> so, funny aside, he did a 30-minute uh, DVD thing called Complicated Drumming, and it's a parody of drum instructional videos oh, made yeah. by fucking <laughs> dildos like Neil Peart that are just <laughs> unbearable. And it's so good because it's just him pretending to be, and he's got like a ponytail and a serenity like tank top. And he's like playing like, you know, a drum set with like 14 toms and like three bass drums and all this other shit. Oh my God. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Complicated drumming. Very funny. Who the fuck suggested this? Don't want to think too much. I did. Former Prince protege. Actually, we were talking about that. We were talking about that during our Celebrity Deathmatch live stream. Like, what is Carmen Electra famous for other than being Carmen Electra? She has roots in Prince. Well, she's got Prince's dick in her. Oh! Wait, yeah, but Prince's root. If you I don't know. know. Did that happen? She, she was brought up by Prince or something? I guess so. Oh, okay. At some point, and then... But, I mean, what makes her less... Famous than Tia Carrera. Same thing, right? Tia Carrera has been funny and acted in things, which is something Carmen Electra has never done. Mm-hmm. She has been Carmen Electra and appears in reality shows, and that is it. Or is a cameo in uh, some some movie that has the word movie in the title. Uh, um, fine. For some reason I thought she was on Baywatch, but I think I'm thinking somebody else. Well, we're getting to the end of our list here. Um, oh, boy. I... <laughs> Thank God I got to meet this guy. Uh, you and the audience will just have to sit here and guess. God, this is the kind of shit my dad was Wait, is he covering higher ground or is he ripping off higher ground? It's ripping it off. Okay. This band is mostly noodling, but this is him singing. What do you think this is, Michael? Hmm, I would never be able to guess by the way. Michael, if I was to say, I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator. The blood, the blood bank. bank. 
If there was a fire down below and the ship I was on was under siege, <laughs> oh, it's Steven Seagal. It is Steven it Seagal is and Thunderbox. I believe it is. Thunderbox with the uh, title track, Alligator Ass. Alligator Ass. I ordered the fried chicken, but they gave me Alligator Ass, is I believe the chorus. This, of this, this happens to me frequently going to fast food. And all it is is this, like, god-awful four-bar blues noodling white guy shit that you would experience in any bar in the United States of America. You know, I will say his voice is more pleasant singing than it is speaking. I would agree, actually. Yeah. better than I expected from him. Yeah. I do remember he was selling uh, an energy drink that was uh, based on uh, him appropriating Native American and Tibetan monk. Uh, How does he fucking... It'll give you all the energy. Right. The energy of a fat man with a ponytail who literally filmed an action scene like fighting guys rolling around in an office yes, chair because he was too lazy to stand stay, up. Stay in action. The only way to stay an action star is to not work out but wear kimonos and hide your mm-hmm. excruciating, bulging yeah. fat. I'm wearing an orange toga and a feather by my energy drink. My dad watches the rawest garbage imaginable and even he is like, Steven Seagal. <laughs> Like, I will watch the fucking Farscape reruns and Stargate <laughs> SG-1. Ah, yes. I happen to know this lead-up is like two and a half minutes long. <laughs> wow. I tried to find another song by Chris Brown. Oh, I, I, he had a um, new song that came out. That was, there was one I remember that was really bad compared to this. This is so generic. You can't hear it, but that's, but that's probably Rick James. Yeah. Fucking up his couch. Oh, right. Fucking up his couch. Fuck your couch. I wonder if people in the audience have done it. What it does have in common with uh, Heartbeat is that these songs were, I think, repopularized in Grand Theft Auto games. Okay. This is in Grand Theft Auto 5, and whenever it com- came on, I was fucking ecstatic. It's time to drive for real. <laughs> God, every part of it sucks, though, except the chorus. Ends up sounding kind of like a woman when he sings. Did you know he came out with a song recently? I didn't. No. Um, Is it called Alimony? I owe everyone. <laughs> <laughs> United States Alimony. Actually, I kind of remember where I heard party all the time. The world casually allowed itself to forget about Eddie Murphy getting blown by a transvestite. In the uh, that's happened several times. With Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he's been caught. With, but uh, just, he, not that that's, that's bad, but A, most of your stand-up material is anti-gay. And, yeah, the and Dangerous Era stuff yeah. for sure. Yeah, and yeah, B, yeah. you're a family movie star. Yeah. Well, it's not really, like, if you listen to it, it's not necessarily anti-gay. It's it just fucks some faggots up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it back. The one, so, the one so, I, the one I saw, he was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm cool with it," but he's using the f word a lot. That is true. Part of it, it's yeah. just like I, but the word "I ain't fuck with no facts yeah. mm. is used over and over. Eddie Murphy, you want to hear his new song? Oh, not particularly, yes. but I'm here. So it's, it's not bad. It is not bad. It <laughs> I features don't believe you. the first appearance I know of is someone who doesn't care about music. Appearance of Snoop Lion under his new moniker. Oh my. Um, but it's it was just it's called Red Light. And That's you, been reverted, by the way. I want to see if you could guess the style of the song because I never would have been able to. Reggaeton. Guess. Yes, of course. How did you know? Because well, <laughs> Stu Blind shit's all reggae. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Red 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 
This isn't even reggaeton. This is just straight up reggae. It is not a bad song, though. Uh, Extremely generic reggae. Yeah. Well, are we not operating the same wavelength that all reggae sucks? No, not at all. Oh. Very correct. No. Oh, it really does, though. No, it does. 99% yeah. of reggae Really does. This is like reggae you would hear at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've heard this exact song before somewhere. Oh, because it's reggae. Dick, dick, yeah. <laughs> That's probably dick, it. Dick, dick, dick. Yeah. Is this Eddie Murphy? This is Eddie Murphy singing. Fake patois. Got the fake patois. That doesn't matter. We should close down the show. <laughs> we should close down the show with a great Eddie Murphy song. Yes. Um, yes. Put a little man. I don't butt. even remember what it's called. Is it, By is the way, in, in, regarding what we were just saying, butt. in your butt, uh, the line of that song, put a tiny little man in your butt. In your butt by you Eddie know, Murphy. Eddie uh, Murphy, if you got something to say, it's cool. There could never be a better time for you to make a statement. <laughs> well, this has been Laser Time. You can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. We have plenty of other podcasts for that ass, including a comic book show, Cape Crisis, a video game music show, VG Empire. A wrestling show called Cheap Podcast and a video game show not about music called Vidja Game Apocalypse. Which you can look at it at VidjaGameApocalypse.com. Go listen to it. We're up to 73 episodes now as of this recording. Woo-hoo. Probably more by the time you hear it. Do you think there'll ever be an episode that talks about things Eddie Murphy would put in his butt? Uh, we can make that happen. If, it, if there's a video game angle, I, get, I will do it. I want to get to the intro. Podcast in your butt. Exactly. I ain't putting no boogie in nobody's butt. That's nasty, man. What you talking about? Putting boogies in people's butt. And I know there's a Dressing million, minds. million other I'm things out there. Please give the links. I'm a friend. I've been doing it for years. I say, sit up down. Open your eyes and open up your ears. Say, put a tree in your butt. I miss, I miss that cadence. In your butt. Put a clock in your butt. Put a clock. Put a big rock. Put a big rock. Put a big rock. I want people to visit lasertimepodcast.com. It will put a boogie in your butt. Uh, quite possibly. If you buy the premium experience, we will put a tiny little man. It's true. In your butt. We don't have such a thing just yet. You can support us by clicking on Amazon links and, and shopping, uh, bookmarking our Amazon links and shopping through there whenever you need anything, as long as you buy whatever it is you want in that same visit. Uh, a little tiny bit of money goes back to us and doesn't cost you a fucking Goes into your butt. A little tiny have- bit of money goes into your butt. <laughs> We have a PayPal uh, link where you can donate whatever you'd like, and we have a t-shirt store where you can buy shit with the show stuff on it. Very nice. Anything else you want to plug, Diana and Michael? Uh, I just, uh, more stuff, link to stuff in comments, because I know we missed a bunch of stuff. We yeah. have not touched Ron Artest's art uh, rap mm-hmm. career, so let's go there. Even record companies wouldn't touch, right? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse. Follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Uh, at Pseudobred. Uh, make sure to check out the New York for the next two months. Their archives are open for the summer, uh, so you can read any article in the New Yorker for free wow. for the next two months. No subscription needed. Nice. Very much worth it. Educate yourself outside of this horrible trivia you've been listening to here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, thank you for listening. Um, I wish you and anything in your butt the best. Now, wait a second now. Do y'all get paid for this for doing this, putting the butt and all that stuff? Really? It was this, a hundred dollar bill. I get to keep this hundred dollars if I be putting stuff in people's butt? Really? Step aside. Put a telephone in your butt. Say, put some dust in your butt. Say, it's 
Money in your butt, sure feel real funny in your butt.